You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress toward your dreams, goals, and desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig Lyman, and today let's work on Project You. Hi, you guys. Welcome to Project You. Cami Craig Lyman here with you today, talking about self punishment, self betrayal, and forgiveness. Ideally, I would love to talk about each of these individually. However, all three of them go in together in a time of healing, in a time of reflection in a time of understanding where you are in your chapter of life. I'm not sure about you, but definitely for me, I have engaged in self-punishment, self-betrayal, and now I'm in the walk of forgiveness. I don't know if everyone goes through this because it's something that I definitely hadn't talked about um, with everyone around me, especially my family and or close friends because it shared and showed my weakness. I've learned over the past nine months how, as I've been informally engaged in the sense of healing, the sense of being aware, the sense of being alert, which is bringing me to the most conscious state that I've ever been in my whole entire life. I have really, really dug deep and helped myself understand that the forms of self-punishment are either mental or physical. And on the mental side of things, self-punishment can manifest itself as feeling prolonged guilt over past experiences or past actions. And then the physical side of things can range from simply skipping a meal or severe examples for other people could be cutting themselves or hitting themselves, burning themselves, pulling out your hair. And I want to be completely honest and open in this topic because, again, I believe that it's not talked about enough. I believe that it's it's hidden, and it's a it's a secret it's a secret point of conversation with self because it's it's overwhelming and it's overbearing. I've learned that in everything, not even in self punishment and self betrayal, but I do believe that everything has a root. As I've, as I've shared in my past podcasts, is, is I've rooted back to my childhood, and that's something that each and every one of us can do, no matter what chapter of life that you are living in right now. It's not a bad idea, because as we, as we root back into where we came from, whether it's a very, very uplifting, good, loving environment, or maybe it was a little bit more destructive and dysfunctional environment, Either one is okay because we're in a position now, if you're listening to this podcast or you're in this new chapter of life to to be revived and to be rejuvenated and also to be restored, you can look back and, and be honest and truthful with self and not be a victim. However, we are entitled to be a victor. And that is where self punishment really starts is being a victim to our our things or our traumas or our our events in life. And so as I, as I understood 
over the over the past nine months that self-punishment is uh, not a useful tactic to to answer the problems it's actually the worst thing to do because it keeps you captivated in that in that in that um, position of time that you're that you're looking back on and, and and really maybe not even looking back on but just holding on to those memories and not being able to move forward. So taking a deeper look into things, I understood that self-punishment ultimately doesn't solve any problems and or issues. It serves as means to continuously make you or make me feel disconnected. Maybe to some others, they feel a little bit more depressed. And ultimately, I just felt isolated even though I was in a position of always in my life to be in leadership. I've always been a leader, which is the most craziest thing about this as I look back and I'm being honest with self, is I it didn't matter if I was helping my brother and or being there for my family or being there for my teammates, being there for my school, the community within the school, running for vice president, um, being involved in my communities, like I was always a leader. However, that's why I like to say, please go back to the rooted system of your life to better understand because no matter what, we've 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 seen our flaws, we've seen our faults, we've made we've no matter what, we've learned some things along the way. Maybe we've seen some things along the way and seen things along the way does not mean that you deserve to self-punish, live in self-betrayal anymore. If, if you are one that has self-punished or even lived in self-betrayal, we understand that we are conditioning ourselves to become used to attacking ourselves. I wanna take you back in time where I was a weekend warrior. And I don't know if anyone can relate to this story, but I really hurt myself both mentally and physically because of my basically emotional disconnection that I had with self and I was subconsciously living. I was a victim to to my own to my own self and I and I wasn't filled with the tools that I am now to better understand myself. So I lived almost 10 years in this space where I was hurting myself because I wanted to feel a certain way and I didn't, I wasn't educated enough to, to know how to do things properly on a fitness level, even though fitness was my vehicle to, to my human development. So this huge, huge challenge actually promoted me to the self that I am today. And I'm very happy that I went through it. However, it was really, really hard to get through and to stop and to really connect and understand. I would go through the week very, very strong, um, almost you know, 90% awesome and 10% not awesome. I would get to the weekend and feel like I, I felt like I owed myself the pizza. I owed myself the, the glutton of sleep. I owed myself the overindulgence of sushi. Like it was food for me at the end of the day. And that's what made me feel really, really good. And so I would, I would literally overeat and overindulge in everything that I possibly could after being so strong and so disciplined through the week that I ended up feeling super, super guilty. I felt shame. And then those emotions were a vicious, the, and those emotions were a vicious cycle. 
So when I'd come up on Monday, I'd always tell myself kind of actually on Sunday, I would tell myself I'm going to start over on Monday. It's all, it's a brand new week. I'm going to get back on the saddle and I'm going to do right. And I'm going to be right. And so I would do that. Monday through Friday night, I would be awesome. I'd go to all my practices. I'd go to all my classes. I'd go to every community event that I needed to, um, everything. And I was, I was, I felt really, really good. And then over the weekend, I was the warrior again to glutton. I was the warrior to just overindulgence. And I had seriously no control and zero discipline when it came to that. But I always justified it because how hard I was working. So not only did I have that vicious cycle uh, and that train of thought, but I also had a vicious cycle of punishing myself, not through just the mental, but the physical. I would overdraw during the week to make up for my guilt and to make up for my shame. And so I, I, I would get on the Stairmaster for two hours at a time. I would run for seven miles straight and not get off the treadmill, not even for water. I would go as hard as I could physically to basically put myself in more shame and more guilt and even more pain. And these are things that I, I obviously didn't recognize, but the key to working through self-punishment was to recognize that my thoughts were deeply ingrained and they were reinforced for many, many years. So when I became to um, be more conscious and be more aware and alert of self, um, I was actually required to really give a lot of effort and a lot of patience to move through this phase and um, reconcile everything that I had done over the course of years, which also comes down to the neuroplasticity is being able to change the ways that you thought and to change the ways of your new new self to become the better self. So my behavior and my habits and my patterns had to have changed because of my inner dialogue. And unfortunately, this wasn't an overnight thing. This, this really was something that I had to come accustomed to with the new voice that I was speaking to myself with. And I needed to uh, learn this new positive self-talk. As much as I was positive to everyone around me, you guys, literally everyone around me got the best of me except for myself. I didn't treat myself the way that I really truly treated others. I would be so mortified if I even spoke to you the way that I spoke to myself. I'd be mortified to tell my clients to go get on the treadmill for seven miles because they ate a full medium pizza by themselves. I didn't really understand that, yes, I was self-punishing, but also I was living in self-betrayal. And self-betrayal is an emotional addictive cycle of self-neglect where I did not follow through with my promises, which is resulting in lack of self-trust. And then you can promote this to lack of self-esteem, right? So this conversation can get really, really big right now. But to stay within self-betrayal, I learned that my encounters and the mental resistance were happening more and more and more on a subconscious level. They began to be a mental chatter that literally procrastinated my actions to become the person that I was supposed to become years ago. I was in self-doubt from past memories and trauma and events. 
and I broke promises to myself all the time. I felt familiar emotions, which manifested in my mind and my body. My feelings of shame, rage, and self-hatred came to the surface, and then it was causing me to be more active on those thoughts that I manifested all the time. My self-loathing behavior began, which after self-betrayal, there's an inability to sit in the motions and defining a self that leads to compulsive behaviors like overeating or self-neglect or really bad self-negative talk. All of those things were, were inside of me and I was just making the cycle way, way worse for myself. Um, I'd always at the very end, like I told you, become the weekend warrior. And on Monday, I'd make that commitment to be a better woman in some way, shape or form. So that meant me going to the gym and working extra hard and making sure that I burnt all the calories or I'm just going to eat well or I'm going to connect better with other people. And those those commitments of of my, you know, cycle of self-betrayal became very, very, very time consuming. And they also required a lot of energy. And before I knew it, I was tired. I was tired emotionally. I literally could give no more to other people before I was feeling irritated and I was feeling frustrated and I was feeling annoyed, not with them, but just with life. And I didn't share that with anyone. I didn't, I didn't put that out there on Facebook. I definitely didn't show you video of me banging my head against the wall or crying up on the shower, um, up against the wall in the shower. Those are things that I was humiliated by. Um, those are things that I was very embarrassed by. And it really hurt me to know that I didn't have the self-trust that I really wanted for myself in my life. So when we come back, let's talk about how to stop punishing yourself and really shift from being a victim to being a victor. Have you ever started a running regimen only to find yourself lost and bored? That's exactly why I've created the Sprint eBook. If the treadmill had you tired, these proven sprint workouts will help you stay on target and in shape in 30 minutes or less. Did you know that sprints are the most effective workout for people looking to shed fat but maintain muscle? Head to ccfreno.com backslash sprint. Again, ccfreno.com backslash sprint and get your copy of the Sprint ebook today. We all have that harsh inner critic. Some of us may have played the role of self-punishment. Some of us may be in a vicious cycle of self-betrayal, which is the lack of self-trust. No matter what, be willing to stop punishing yourself for your mistakes. Love yourself for your willingness to learn and grow. That quote is by Lewis Hay. And really, if your emotional needs are not met, you develop disempowering emotions, such as anger and rage, which is turned on to self. The self-punishing person, which is us, which is me, which is you, suddenly develops this harsh critic and this voice that advises them that they're not good enough, and then we self-punish, and then we go into the self-betrayal, which is a really nasty and vicious cycle. So as we understand that, we need to also understand that it's gonna be hard and it's gonna be challenging, but you can transform your self-punishment. You can transform the self-betrayal. And that's only because once you forgive yourself, the self-rejection in your mind is over. Self-acceptance begins, and the self-love 
will grow so strong that you will finally accept yourself just the way you are. That's the beginning of the free human. Forgiveness is the key. Now, that quote is from Don Miguel Ruiz, and it's something that has helped me every single day. So one of my examples within this quote was when I looked back on my videos on my phone, and I was doing this video when I, where I was wearing these cute little red spandex shorts, and and I was and I was um, doing some leg exercises for my clients, and I looked back on that video and I remember the mental state that I was in, which was when a, a deep, deep, harsh self-punishment and self-betrayal moment of time. And I remember thinking when I got up, gosh, you're not even worth it to do this video. You don't even work as hard as you think you work. And I was really having this self-negative talk. Well, I didn't see myself for what I looked like at that moment. And during those years, I always worked hard. It wasn't a matter of that I didn't work hard. It was a matter of my mental health not being where I really wanted it to be. So when I came to, which was within the past, you know, nine months, I've been in this deep cycle of research, this deep cycle of self-reflection and deep cycle of understanding self by being conscious I went back to these videos. And when I looked at this one video, I was like, oh my gosh, your legs are beautiful. And this was me talking. My own self was talking to myself to that video where I've never spoken that lightly and that nicely and kindly to myself. So when I did, I I knew that I was transforming into the self-acceptance. I knew that the self-love was really beginning to grow. And I was finally accepting myself for who I was or am. And so when I looked at myself in that video, the one thing that made me sad was like, gosh, Cam, you never really appreciated how hard you really did work ever during your whole probably life now that I look back on it. And then here I am today working off, working my butt off for so many different elements of my life that, that, that soothes my soul, not because I'm doing it for anyone else other than filling my own cup up. I'm understanding that my self-acceptance, I am beautiful just the way I am. The self-punishment of being you know, who I was supposed to be in the self-betrayal, not trusting myself was really a procrastination to become the woman that I am right now. It is so important to forgive yourself as a means to rewrite the past and invite love and compassionate energy towards oneself. It's not okay to live in shame. It's not, it's not okay to live in shame. It's not okay to live in shame and guilt. We can become less critical of self and slowly turn down the volume on self-punishment as the inner critic of self by choosing every single day that you are worth it and that you are valued and that you are beautiful, that you are handsome, that you are smart, that you are creative, like anything that you really, really want to be, you can transform this process and seek out the better self and really, really get rid of the false self. We're super good about holding on to the great deal of pain that is accumulated over the years that seems super unbearable to deal with. However, if you stay in that spot, you are delaying the healing process. We must come to terms with self that the pain within 
but the nurture and care and kindness before us will help will help translate the self-punishment into positive energy. We must understand that. And in order to develop a nurturing inner self, this feeling has to come naturally. This feeling has to become openly and willingly. You have to know that the past wounds of the events, of the trauma, of the things that you might have seen or, or, or heard or whatever, that they are only in the past and they do not deserve to be relived. If you realize that you're capable of managing real life problems by your capacity to develop a stronger emotional resilience, you're not going to have, you're not gonna walk down that vicious cycle of self-betrayal, of self-punishment anymore. Instead, you're gonna live this remarkable life that's vital to you and you will conquer, you will overcome, and you will get out of the life of fear and doubt. I'm right here with you with our action of the week. We're here to heal. You want to transform. You desire this inner peace and self-love. So I'm gonna expose to you the Hawaiian prayer. Coming from my family's tradition on my husband's side, there's a Hawaiian prayer that is very simple yet powerful. It's a way to bring healing and forgiveness into your stream of life. The intention is not about the intention is not about saying I forgive you because of what you did is okay. Rather, it's saying I forgive you because by holding on to these feelings, I'm holding on to something that's already over. I love myself enough to stop reliving what is hurtful enough the first time, which allows us to heal and release. We make room for what is really, really wanted in life, which is love, joy, and freedom. So traditionally, in the Hawaiian side of life, this prayer was used to heal relationships between two or more people. Each person would say the mantra to the other, beginning with the please forgive me. However, this prayer has evolved over time to include the relationship we have with our own self. It can be a powerful tool for coming back into wholeness. It feels as if part of you hates, judges, or demeans another part. This can help bridge those inner divides. Whatever your intention is, whether to work on yourself or relationship with another, the prayer assists in clearing the energy of the past hurts and traumas. In the Hawaiian culture, it is believed that withholding forgiveness leads to disease and disharmony. In many ways, this prayer loosely translates, translates as to make right again. It involves a simple mantra. Repeat after me. Please forgive me. I am so sorry. I love you. Thank you. It doesn't matter if you seek to forgive someone or you're seeking for more self-love and healing. The mantra works for all situations. The words are a way of clearing energy for the person saying the prayer, no matter who was involved or what had happened. This will remove the associated energies on your end. As Oprah once said, forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could be any different. Today, it is time to release yourself from self-punishment, maybe self-betrayal, and allow yourself to forgive, to live the vibrant life that you are intended to from the very, very beginning. Every moment in life is an opportunity to practice being who you want to become. Follow your heart and remember that love truly does win. Thanks for tuning in with me, you guys. Till next time. Mwah.